Hi, this is Marcus, and I just want to welcome you to the Timbers Church Podcast. We're excited that you're here. One of the things that we aim to do is to add some value to your life, to your family, to our community, and our world. We do so by exploring the truths that come from God's Word. So start the journey with us and hit subscribe and check out this podcast every week. Now, let's dive into this week's message. Good morning, Timbers family. How are you doing this morning? Why don't you tell me in the comments below because I like hearing from you. There's a lot of you. I I don't know if you know this, but there's a lot of you that sometimes just watch and don't comment. And uh, shame on you because we want to see your comments. We want to know that you were here. Now, if you were here last week, you know that we kicked off a series called Post It, talking about social media. Yes, it is true. Uh, we spent a whole talk, a whole message talking about the topic of social media. Sounds a little bit crazy, right? Because you read through the Bible and you don't see anything about social media in here, but that is what we talked about. And the reason why we talked about it is because just like you, I have also been noticing that there are a lot of people who in their profiles, they have Christian, but then their posts that they're posting out there on social media, well, their posts have been poorly chosen, right? (laughs) Just be honest. You've seen it. I've seen it. And we all have fallen into the category in some time or another. We've all done this. We've all posted poorly as Christians on our social media accounts. And uh, a lot of times when we do that, sometimes it's just because we didn't think well. But in times like we're facing right now, Uh, We have emotions that are running wild. We got frustration. We got fear. We got pain. And all those things sometimes cloud our judgment. And they when when emotion and frustration and pain and fear, when that drives our posts, well, oftentimes they end up being posts that are poorly chosen. So we, we don't think too much about when we do it, though. We, we oftentimes don't think too much about it because we feel like, man, what we post online, well, it feels a little bit like it doesn't matter as much because it feels a little bit removed from real life, if we're honest, right? But the truth of the matter is that is not real either. It is real life. In fact, our posts have power to do one of two things. Our posts have the power to literally help people or they have the power to hurt people. And on top of all that, our posts also as Christians, our posts have the power to determine how someone else will actually perceive our God. And that means that our posts matter. They matter a lot more than maybe what you first thought, right? It's just true. And so because of that, we've laid out a cue for everybody, a weekly cue, and our weekly cue was this. Before you go out there and post on social media, run it through a filter. Use a simple little question of, is this helpful or is this hurtful? If you run it through that filter before you post, well, then more than likely your posts are not going to be poorly chosen. You're going to probably have some posts that are actually going to be quite good. And uh, some of them are going to be funny. Some of them are going to be uh, cute. Some of them are going to be uplifting. Some of them are going to give some information. It could be a lot of different things, but like you've ran it through the filter. You're like, man, is this hurtful or is this helpful? Well, it's helpful. I'm going to post it. And so therefore you do. I just think that would be a good cue to use. We need to also spend one more week on this topic, however. 
And the reason why is because if we stopped right there from last week, well, we'd be stopping short. So if you do have one of these Bibles or a Bible app, a version Bible app, you can download on your phone. It's a great tool. Why don't you open it up to Luke chapter 6? That's where we're going to be here in just a moment. And if you do want to write things down, like just because you want it to sink in that much deeper, uh, you can write at the top of your notes, post it, part 2. And if you miss part 1, you can jump over to YouTube or Spotify and catch that later. Uh, So Luke chapter 6, let's get there and let's read our text before we dive in. Luke chapter 6, verse 43 through 45. My Bible is actually falling apart, but that is okay. (laughs) Luke chapter 6, verse 43 through 45. It says this. It says, this is Jesus talking, by the way. He says, no good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Let's stop there and let's pray. Will you pray with me wherever you're at? God, we want to invite you into this message to speak clearly to us. We pray, Father God, that you'll open our ears to hear, open our eyes to see, open our minds so we might understand and soften our hearts so that we'll be able to receive all that you speak and give us the strength and the courage to put all that you speak into action. Because, God, we don't want to just be hearers of your word, God. We want to be doers. Help us as Timbers Church to be your church. And everybody said, no matter where you are today, amen and amen. Okay. We all can agree now that we went through last week, we can all agree that our posts on social media matter. But I also want you to know this. You, my friend, are more than what you post. Yes, it is true. You are more than what you post. Let me explain this a little bit. One of my favorite social media platforms uh, in times past and probably even currently here today is Instagram, right? And they used to say this about Instagram. They used to say that Instagram is a form of Twitter for those who cannot spell. (laughs) Sign me up for that, right? That sounds like it's been made for me. I mean, it's really perfect because all of a sudden, all you have to do is snap a photo, take a picture, right? Apply a filter to, to it to make it look cooler than it actually was, and then post it for the world to see, right? Now, there is, it is true that you can write some words underneath it, but who actually has the time to read the words, right? It's all about the image that you're putting out there for the world to see. You just scroll through the images, and it's like, that one caught my eye. I'll comment on that. Not sure what it is actually about because I didn't read it, right? But I'm going to like, and I'm going to comment, and I'm, I'm going to get some myself. Like, it's just a fun platform, right? But here's the problem, okay? The problem is that picture, that image, that video that you're putting out there for the world to see, that is only a brief moment in time. So what are we doing? We are doing our best to make sure that that moment is perfect. Have you ever heard somebody say when you take a picture, man, that is Instagram worthy. What does that mean? Well, it means that moment was a perfect moment. You, if you post that image, it's going to portray an image that you do want others to see. It's going to make you shine, right? It's going to make people give you likes. It's going to get some comments. It's going to get some traction. Why? Because it is perfect. Take that family photo for an example. 
You see those family photos as you scroll through Instagram and it's like, wow, that family photo is perfect. It's Instagram worthy. And you begin to think about that family. You're like, man, that family is so photogenic. Look at them. I mean, those kids, those kids are so well behaved. They're so obedient. And then we begin to dream, man, I wish my family would look like that. Man, I wish my kids would act like that, right? But the reality is you're not seeing the two minutes before that perfect moment and you're not seeing the two minutes after that perfect moment. You're not seeing the crying and the pushing and the the shoving and the, the fighting and the bickering and the annoying looks. You're not seeing all of that, but all of that oftentimes is there as well. But they've cut it out of the picture that was posted. Why? Because all that really matters is the perfect moment to be put out there for the world to see. We, we all have an image that we want to project out there to the world, to our social media platforms. And the reality is there's nothing wrong with having a certain image that you want to put out there. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with wanting to take a perfect moment and say, this is the thing that I want to show my friends. This is the thing that I want to show the world, right? The danger becomes when we actually start defining ourselves according to that moment. When we start defining others according to their moment, what gets posted, that is the thing that defines us. That is the problem. We get caught up with something that isn't a reality. It's not. Yes, the picture shows a beautiful house that is always clean. Reality is it gets dirty. Yes, those kids are beautiful, but the reality is they too poop their pants. They too cry. They do those kind of things, right? The reality is this post, this picture is just a snapshot. It's a brief window into someone else's life. If we put all of our attention into building this into an identity, then all of a sudden we miss out on all the other areas of life. We miss out on something that is actually much more important than the perfect moment. We miss out on what's happening outside of the snapshot. We miss out on what's happening the two minutes before and the two minutes after. The area you're not posting about is just as important as the area you are. Both are extremely important and we need to give attention to it. Let's just be honest and let's admit it right here, right now. We've all been guilty of scrolling through somebody else's social media account and we begin to look at the things that they have posted and we begin to ask questions of, well, I wonder if they're really like that. I wonder if their attitudes and their actions actually match what they're actually saying there on that platform. We've all done it. We've all looked at somebody's profile and wondered those things. And if we want to make this extra uncomfortable today, if we want to take a step and actually go there, we could talk about racism, right? Because right now it's so hard to find somebody somewhere not talking about this topic. And the truth of the matter is, we need to be talking about this. 
We need to be aware that racism is a real thing that needs to be addressed. We need to be having conversations around that topic. We need to fight for justice, right? We need to even be maybe posting about it because posting about it brings awareness. It starts conversations. So posting about it is not a bad thing, right? But here's my question. What if somebody else was posting on your behalf, right? When it comes to the last two weeks, What if somebody else was posting on your Facebook, your Instagram, your YouTube, your Twitter, your TikTok, your whatever, Snapchat, whatever it is. What if somebody else was in control of your social media platforms? What kind of things would they be posting? What would your actions be? What would your attitudes be? When it comes to the conversations that you're having inside of your own home with your family, When it comes to the things that you're actually saying with your own mouth when it's just you and your friends, what if the whole world was able to see those conversations? What would that reveal? Would it be different than the posts that we've been posting on social media? Or would they be the same? Would they align? Would they be in sync? The truth is, we all have a tendency to self edit our image. We do. We all have a tendency to do that. We post things that project us in a positive light. And I'm going to say this again, okay, because I think it needs to be said. It's not a bad thing. It's not. The fact that we're editing ourselves and running ourselves through a filter, that's not a bad thing. We talked about this last week, didn't we? Right? Using a filter before you post something, it's Not bad, it's wisdom. (laughs) It's wisdom. It is a good thing to run through a filter. But we also need to put the same amount of energy and effort into these other areas of our life. Why? Because you are more than what you post. You are more than what you post. I am more than what I post. And this is not a new idea, friends. Jesus basically was saying the same exact thing well over 2,000 years ago, right? And and it would have applied, what he was saying back then really applies to, to even now. Because here's the thing. What Jesus was saying back then, this was before the internet, right? Did you know the internet was not around when Jesus was around? (laughs) But the things that he said still applies to our internet days, right? So let's jump back to those days and let's look at what was going on in his world and in his life. See, when Jesus was on this earth and when he was walking on this earth, people did not know that he was the son of God. Jesus was the son of God. He had come from heaven. He had come from God down to this earth and was walking on this earth as the son of God. Okay. This is a big deal, but people didn't know that they, they had no idea. Most of the people that were following Jesus, they just saw Jesus as a great teacher. He had some really incredible teachings. He had some good talks. And so, so all of a sudden he would, he would begin to give a talk and people would hear it and they would say, man, I've never heard anybody talk like that before. He, he's, he's bringing light to the scriptures in ways that we, we've never seen it through that lens before. And it's fascinating. And so, so all of a sudden, crowds were flocking to hear Jesus and to hear what he had to say because he was saying things in a new way. 
And the text that we just got done reading was one of those times, right? Came out of the Gospel of Luke. And Luke was gracious enough to actually take a moment to write down one of the accounts of Jesus giving one of his most famous talks. And there is a lot that he said in that talk. But the part that we zeroed in on today, the part that we looked at, it showed that there was a relationship between what we say and what we do. There's a relationship between what we say and what we do. It doesn't matter what time period you live in. This is something that is important in all time periods. It was important in Jesus's time. It's important in our time when the internet is out there for the world to just sort of communicate whatever they want. What we say and what we do, it needs to align. There's a relationship. What we communicate needs to match what we live out. What we communicate needs to match our actions. In Jesus's time, there was a group of people There is a group of people who would work really, 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 really hard to put out a certain image. They were the religious leaders, okay? The religious leaders, Jesus wasn't speaking specifically to them in this text, but but they they were around, right? And they worked really hard to put out a a certain image for everybody else to see. And everyone else, when they looked at a religious leader, they considered them to be the closest to God. If anybody's close to God, man, it is them because they appeared to have their act together. They appeared to be doing all the right things. Matter of fact, the religious leaders, they talked a lot about it. They talked about the standard and they had this whole list of all these behaviors, all these rules that you needed to live by, live according to. And so they taught on these things over and over and over again. There's this rule, this this behavior, this thing, and all this stuff. And then what would they do? Not only would they talk about it, but then they would go to great lengths in order to model those behaviors and model those rules out. For all the world to see, they would do it in public. It became a little bit more like a show for them. All of a sudden, they would see their opportunity. Quick, let's go. Let's use this as a photo opportunity and we can post it out there for the world to see because it's going to show ourselves in a good light, right? That's what the religious leaders were doing. They were doing all these photo opportunities. Quick, here, they're going to see us. They're going to they're going to see us do it here. Okay, over here. Let's do it here. Let's pray like this. Let's not eat this. Let's not do that. And so all of a sudden, everyone else that was watching would see these displays that the religious leaders were putting out there. These religious habits and these things that were actually a lot of them, well, let's be honest, they were good things. And and so people were seeing all these good things that the religious leaders were doing, and they would all of a sudden begin to think to themselves, they would think, man, ah, these people, they have it all together. They're so much better than me. Man, God has to be so impressed with them. Did you see what they did? And all of a sudden, what was happening is their actions, their behaviors, even though they were good, they were becoming a huge divider. They were dividing people groups. Why? The religious leaders themselves began to think a certain way. This became their identity. They were thinking that because of what they were doing, because of their behaviors, because of the way that they lived their lives, they were all of a sudden better than everyone else. And then if you look at the image If you looked at the image that they were putting out there for everyone else to see, everyone else was starting to think that it was true. I can't measure up to that. 
God has to value them more than me because I didn't do that. And so all of a sudden, this became the divider that separated the two people. Jesus enters the scene and he wakes everybody up and he says, no, 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 no. That's not the way that it works. I got something to say to this. I need to address this. And what Jesus says speaks directly into what we are facing here today. I want you to focus in on verse 45 here. Let's look at it again. Luke chapter 6, verse 45. It says, A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings up evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. I love this part of Scripture, especially that last line, For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. I think if Jesus was here talking to us here today, I think he might have said it this way. For the thumbs post what the heart is full of. For the thumbs post what the heart is full of. In other words, what what's on the inside of our hearts, it's going to be more important than what comes out of our mouth, right? Or, or for our case, what we post to our accounts. What's inside of our heart, right, is more important what we post on our accounts. This is so very important for us to understand. What is inside of us is eventually going to be the thing that determines what is seen from the outside. Think of all the thoughts that you've had over the last week or two, right? Think of all those thoughts. Many you've had, you would not let get out there onto your social media accounts. Because you've had thoughts that have come into your mind that you're like, ah, that's going to be taken probably a certain way. I, 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 well, I feel this way. I just don't know if I want to say it out there for the world to judge me, you know. And, and so all of a sudden we self-edit, right? But over time, because the thought happened here, because the thought was in here, over time that thought will eventually build and build and build to the point that it will erupt like a volcano. See, everyone is going to eventually see who you are because what is inside of you will eventually find its way out. It will be exposed. According to Jesus, all that effort, all that effort to look a certain way does not really matter. Okay? It doesn't. All the effort to look a certain way, to put the image out there for all to see, it does not really matter because it has never been about the look. It's never been about the, the perfect post. It's never been about any of those things. It has always been and always will be about what is inside of you, what is in here. It's always been about that. Now, last week, I encouraged us to pay attention to our posts, and we need to still do that. Basically, pay attention to the words that are coming out of our mouth, right? Why did I encourage you to do this? Because our words, our posts, they have great power to either help or they have great power to hurt. Now, my goal here today is for us to see that we need, we need to do more than just applying a filter to what we say and what we post, but we also need to be paying extra attention to what is inside of us, what is inside of our hearts, because it will be the thing that eventually overflows into our post, what will overflow into our words, will in, it will be the thing that eventually reveals our true character. So, if that is the case, 
How do we do this, right? That is the question. That is a difficult question. How do we do this? How do we put action to this? How can we pay more attention to what is inside of our hearts? Well, the answer to that question is actually quite simple. But I also want you to know this. Simple does not always mean easy. And this is not easy, okay? It's not easy. What you need to do in order to sort of put this into action, right, is you need to spend some time in prayer. You need to get on your knees. You need to repent. You need to spend some time with God. But remember that prayer is not just us talking to God. Prayer is us going to God and bringing our our, our words to Him and then allowing Him to speak back to us. We need to be listening in our prayers as well. If you take the time to listen to God, I promise He will talk to you because He has sent us a helper. He has sent us the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit will show and reveal the things that you need to be paying attention to in your life. That is what he does. And you don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to go to Bible college. You don't have to do any of those things. You can literally, like literally the Holy Spirit can speak to you before you even give your life to Christ. The Holy Spirit will reveal things to you. Okay. But you have to take the time to listen to his prompting, listen to his leading. If you will give attention to God's and what he is saying and, and then put action into paying attention and putting action to the things that the Holy Spirit has revealed to your life, then I'm telling you, you're going to move in the right direction. But none of that is easy. It's not easy to listen to God. And when the Holy Spirit reveals things, guess what? Oftentimes he's revealing things that we would love to sweep under the rug and pretend it's not there. But it is. It's why the Holy Spirit revealed it. And so we need to repent. We need to get it out in the open. We need to address it. And we need to begin to put action into taking the next step that the Holy Spirit reveals. When it comes to social media, we could do we could do a lot of things, right? We could do a lot of things that would like help us to make sure that our posts and our words align with our heart, that they're in sync. What are some of those things that we could do? Well, for one, how about going back over the last two months of our posts and just start reading through them again, okay? Go, go back two months and just begin to read each post. And then now that the emotion has been removed a little bit, begin to ask, what was your motive to that post? What was my motive here? Why did I post that? What image was I trying to put out there for the world to see? What was I trying to project, right? How about this? How about we continue to the, use the filter that we talked about last week? Is this helpful or is this hurtful? That would be a great thing. An example of using that filter was would be instead of going out and ranting about somebody on Facebook, giving a rant. How about this? Instead of doing the rant, how about we make an inward decision to forgive that person? I think that would be much better, uh, much more helpful than a rant. A rant is always going to hurt, right? It's not helpful. How about this? Instead of just posting a a black little picture on Blackout Tuesday, right? How about instead of just doing a post, how about we go out and build some relationships? How about we listen to stories of those who have actually lived through it? How about we find some empathy there? 
How about we go out and check out a book from the library and begin to read some books that would help us better understand of what the, it actually happened in the years past and even in the current time that we live in now. Let's read and let's, let's gather some knowledge so that we can become a little bit more aware of what has happened and what is happening. Let's begin to partner with those who are on the front lines fighting for, for justice. You can partner financially. You can partner in, in, in volunteering and in lots of different ways. But let's partner, okay? Instead of just mentioning an injustice in a social media post, maybe we mention it in our prayers because prayer is a powerful thing. It has the powerful, it's so powerful that it can actually change things. It can change not only the things that have happened, but it can change us from within. The truth of the matter is we need to be going to God and we need to be literally on our knees crying out to him saying, God, we need a miracle here. We need you and your power to work a miracle in, in, in this situation, in both parties that have been involved. We need you to work a miracle in the parties of those who have been wronged. And we need you to work a miracle in, in the party of those who have committed the wrong. Work a miracle in both parties. Instead of just posting a Bible verse for others to read online, how about we take some extra time and ask God to reveal how we personally can apply that text, that verse, to our own personal lives. Really, we could go on and on here with all the actions that we could be taking. Things that could actually help us build better character within our own lives. But maybe for you, maybe for you, it would just be best that you just take a break from social media. Maybe for you, your step needs to be just spending 24 hours removed from news, removed from media, removed from social accounts for 24 hours so that you can realign with his heart. Or maybe you want to take a full week to do that. I just ask that you make sure that you're back on social media next week for our service. <laughs> whatever you decide, whatever you decide, I think it is important that we become much more intentional. We need to be intentional with what we allow inside of us, and we need to be intentional with what we allow to flow out of us. As we close today, I know that once again, I've spoken a message that is really focused in on Christians. I'm talking to Christians. As Christians follower, as Christ followers, we have a responsibility to obey all of Jesus' commands, right? And we oftentimes fall short, but we have a responsibility to do our best, to repent of our, our shortcomings and do our best to align ourselves to what he has laid out for us. And we should be spending time to allow him to change us from within because he, we, we can't do it alone. We got to allow him to, to be within and show us the steps, allow the Holy Spirit to do his work within us. But I also know that there's some people that hop on, maybe right now you're watching or you, you visit us later and you watch these videos and you're just exploring faith. You're not a Christ follower. You're not a Christian. You're just curious of what the church is talking about during these times, these crazy times. But maybe today you're sitting here and as you explore faith, Maybe today you're feeling like you would like to say yes to following Jesus. If you're feeling the Holy Spirit do that pull on your life and you want to say yes to, to following Jesus, I just ask that you say a prayer right now. Make it personal. Make it your own. 
I don't have to give you the words. You can just talk to him like you're talking to me. But I ask this, as you make a personal prayer to say yes to Jesus, I do ask that if you do that, that you would reach out to me and tell me about it. Reach out to us. Tell us about it. We want to hear about your moment, the moment that changed everything for you, the moment that you said yes to following Jesus. Because we want to partner with you. We have a gift we want to give you. We want to come alongside you and help you walk out this journey of following Jesus the rest of your life. It's a beautiful thing. But for all of us here listening today, we also want to give a weekly cue, an action step that we can put into action. And if we only apply last week's talk to our lives, well, we end up being incomplete, right? We're left incomplete because we didn't follow it all the way out. See, God desires for us to not just hide or filter our thoughts from others. That's not his desire. It's at his desire for us is instead to allow him to begin a work inside of our hearts in such a way that it overflows and literally change our character that affects our social media posts and every other part of our life. The two minutes before, the two minutes after, all of it. See, the goal is not just to post what we want others to see in us, but to actually become what we want others to see. So don't just post it become it. Don't just post it. Become it. That only is going to happen, though, as you allow the Holy Spirit full access into your life. So our cue this week, our cue this week is for you to pray a simple little prayer. I want you to literally go pray this prayer. I want you to go find a place. Go for a walk. Go find a place where it's just you and God. Get away from the kids, okay? Go lock yourself in the closet. Do whatever you got to do. Find a peaceful spot. And I want you to begin to pray this simple prayer. Maybe you get out a journal so you can also take some time to listen to the Holy Spirit speak back to you. But pray this prayer. Pray this. Search my heart, O God. Search my heart, O God. And help it be like you. And help it be like you. That's the prayer that I want you to pray. And then I want you to listen. Because the Holy Spirit will begin to help show you your next steps. If you're willing to pray it, he will be willing to show you the next step. Let's pray right now. God, we thank you for being a God that is always listening. Listening to our requests. Today, as we pray, we make our request for you to reveal your heart to us and help our heart become more like yours. Show us the next steps. Show us the next steps that will help us to love our brothers and sisters in Christ who are are in so much pain right now in our city and in our world. Show us the next step for us to love our neighbor as ourself. Show us the next step to be able to model the things that you've asked us to model. Help us to be the light. Help us to be the avenue to bring change. Lord, we pray this in Jesus' mighty, powerful, powerful name. And everybody said, no matter where you are today, amen and amen.